0: 2 Kings 3, God causes an optical illusion to fool the enemy of Israel. Elijah was a prophet of fire. He brought down fire on those who went against God. Elisha, however, is a prophet of water. He does several water miracles. Today we have one of them. Here we see God do a miracle, but the people had to do something first before the miracle could happen. As God will show, he expects us to have faith first, then he'll deliver. Let's dig in. We're in 2 Kings chapter 3. Now, Jehoram, the son of Ahab, became king over Israel at Samaria in the 18th year of Jehoshaphat, king of Judah, and reigned 12 years. And he did evil in the sight of the Lord, but not like his father and mother. For he put away the sacred pillar of Baal that his father had made. Nevertheless, he persisted in the sins of Jeroboam, the son of Nebat, who had made Israel sin. He did not depart from them. Okay, now, if you remember, Jeroboam had made the golden calves and had the people worship them rather than um, having the people go to Jerusalem which was in the southern kingdom. Now Misha, king of Moab, was a sheep breeder and he regularly paid the king of Israel 100,000 lambs and the wool of 100,000 rams. But it happened when Ahab died that the king of Moab rebelled against the king of Israel. So King Jehoram went out of Samaria at that time and mustered all Israel. Then he went and sent to Jehoshaphat, king of Judah, saying, the king of Moab has rebelled against me. Will you go with me to fight against Moab? And he said, I will go up. I am as you are, my people as your people, my horses as your horses. Then he said, which way shall we go up? And he answered, by way of the wilderness of Edom. So the king of Israel went with the king of Judah and the king of Edom. Okay, so we've got a trio here and they marched on that roundabout route seven days and there was no water for the army, nor for the animals that followed them. And the king of Israel said, Alas, for the Lord has called these three kings together to deliver them into the hand of Moab. But Jehoshaphat said, Is there no prophet of the Lord here that we may inquire of the Lord by him? So one of the servants of the king of Israel, uh, uh, um, the northern kingdom, answered and said, Elisha, the son of Shaphat, is here, who poured water on the hands of Elijah. And Jehoshaphat said, the word of the Lord is with him. So the king of Israel and Jehoshaphat and the king of Edom went down to him. Then Elisha said to the king of Israel, what have I to do with you? Go to the prophets of your father and the prophets of your mother, kings. But the king of Israel said to him, no, for the Lord has called these three kings together to deliver them into the hand of Moab. And Elisha said, as the Lord of hosts lives before whom I stand, surely were it not that I regard the presence of Jehoshaphat, king of Judah, I would not look at you nor see you but now bring me a musician other versions have him calling for a harpist then it happened when the musician played that the hand of the lord came upon him and he says thus says the lord make this valley full of ditches or water canals for thus says the lord you shall not see wind nor shall you see rain yet the valley shall be filled with water so that you your cattle and your animals may drink and this is a simple matter in the sight of the lord he will also deliver the moabites into your hand also you shall attack every fortified city every choice city and shall cut down every good tree and stop up every spring of water and ruin every good piece of land with stones Now it happened in the morning when the grain offering was offered that suddenly water came by way of Edom, and the land was filled with water. And when all the Moabites heard that the kings had come up to fight against them, all who were able to bear arms and older were gathered, and they stood at the border. Then they rose up early in the morning, and the sun was shining on the water. And the Moabites saw the water on the other side as red as blood. And they said, This is blood. The kings have surely struck swords and have killed one another. Now, therefore, Moab to the spoil. When They came to the camp of Israel. Israel rose up and attacked the Moabites. So they fled before them and they entered their land, killing the Moabites. Then they destroyed the cities and each man threw a stone on every good piece of land and filled it. And they stopped up all the springs of water and cut down all the good trees. And they left the stones of pur intact. However, the slingers surrounded them and attacked them, slingshots. Okay. Um, and when the king of Moab saw that the battle was too fierce for him, he took with him 700 men who drew swords to break through to the king of Edom but they could not then he took his eldest son who would have reigned in his place and offered him as a burnt offering upon the wall and there was great indignation against Israel so they departed from him and returned to their own land (sighs) Jehoram King of the northern kingdom of Israel wasn't as bad as his brother. So he tore down the pillar of Baal. However, he kept worshiping the golden calves that his father Jeroboam introduced to the kingdom. Paganism is still idolatry. It's like if the Catholics stopped worshiping all the patron saints but just kept praying and venerating Mary. It's still idolatry. On the other hand, Jehoshaphat, the king of Judah, worshiped God but he let the people keep their pagan worship habits. So he was godly to a point, but way more godly than his northern kin. When they ran out of water for the army and their animals, Jehoshaphat asked if there's a prophet of God in the area and one of Jehoram's men mentioned Elisha. Now Elijah had been sent to be God's prophet in the northern kingdom and Elisha took over when Elijah was raptured. We heard that story yesterday. Elisha at first didn't want to help but because of he respected godly king Jehoshaphat he agreed to assist them why did Elisha call for a musician hmm well he wanted to praise God first before asking for him for a favor now it's interesting that in some bible translations the NIV and the NLT they don't mention the soldiers having to dig ditches or water canals first. And that's why I opted to use the a New King James Version, because they do mention them. I imagine that the kings thought the task to be a bit ridiculous. Nevertheless, they did what they were told and God provided. It's all about faith. I'm going to borrow from a Bible study plan that I found in the Free You Version app. It's called Elijah Elisha, a tale of ridiculous faith. And this is how I learned about the ditches because I, I always read the New Living Translation. So I'm like, wait a minute, they didn't mention the, the ditches. And so then I read, you know, I read it again and, and the part before this that I'm gonna quote now said in the King James Version. So I'm like, well, let me go check the new King James Version. The King James version is written in the old English which for me is like absolutely too difficult for me to read. The New King James is written in modern English. Takes, you know, just just about you know, a literal transa- translation of the King James version but just done in modern English. So instead of the these and the thou's and the it's and the, 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 the 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 you know, the old fancy language, it's done in plain English. So anyway, so this is this is um, this paragraph is from um, this uh, Bible Bible study plan I found on the Free You Version Bible app, which if you're not if you're not using it, you're really missing out. So it reads, and I quote: "This this this story is about faith. Only God can send the water, but He wants you to dig the ditches. If you want to see some water in your life, then dig a ditch. Real faith works." and believes big but you must be willing to start small the size of your vision isn't intimidating to god many don't think big enough but even even more won't start small how do you dig a ditch take your shovel and hit the ground one shovel at a time you can't expect god to give you big things if you won't start small believe big start small put your faith into action by digging some ditches. What's a big vision you have that you need God's help in accomplishing? What small ditches ditches might you need to dig to begin the process of making that vision a reality? Something to think about. Now, the optical illusion. The water not um, only was to drink, but to fool the Moabites. Interestingly enough, it was Jehoram who chose to go via the wilderness of Edom. Edom means red they were the descendants of esau jacob and israel's twin brother so i guess that's why that the you know all the kings meshed together because literally they're cousins okay they were the descendant okay the descendants of of esau uh jacob's uh, israel's twin brother okay so today that area is jordan where petra is located if you want to see a picture of petra click on over to my blog um uh and if you all remember the Indiana Jones movie, some of it was um, filmed at Petra. Um, The mountains are red. So with the water in the morning, it caused an optical illusion. This made the Moabites think that it was the blood of the Israelites. Consequently, they thought they had all died and they went to plunder For the spoils, and to their surprise, the armies of the three kings were ready to ambush them. The Moabites worshiped the god Molech, who desired, quote unquote, child sacrifice. Unfortunately, we see how horrible paganism is when the Moabite king sacrifices his son and heir to the throne. Disgusted, the Israelites leave. The Moabite king probably thought the sacrifice worked. A God of surprise endings. Our God is a God of surprise endings. (laughs) When Jesus came into the world, the people, even his disciples, thought he came to free Israel from Roman rule. And it's clear to us now that was not his purpose for coming to earth as a human. God's plan was to save us from our sin. Having said that, even after Jesus died on the cross, rose from the dead, even ate with his disciples, they still didn't get that they didn't get it and we see that in acts chapter one so acts one starting in verse six so when the apostles were with jesus they kept asking him lord has the time come for you to free israel and restore our kingdom and jesus replied the father alone has the authority to set those dates and times and they are not for you to know but you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you, and you will be my witnesses, telling people about me everywhere in Jerusalem, throughout Judea, in Samaria, and to the ends of the earth. After saying this, he was taken up into a cloud while they were watching, and they could no longer see him. And as they strained to see him rising into heaven, two white-robed men suddenly stood among them. Men of Galilee, they said, why are you standing here staring into heaven? Jesus has been taken from you into heaven, but someday he will return from heaven in the same way that you saw him go. The disciples had to wait. They had to be patient. Clearly, the gift that God gave them was worth the wait. Once they had the power of the Holy Spirit, they knew what God wanted and needed them to do to spread the good news of the salvation of Jesus Christ. But God keeps his promises. Charles Spurgeon uh wrote the way of faith and the road to blessing is this god promised it we will get ready for it to receive god's blessings and the holy spirit we have to take take the steps in faith believe repent be baptized and receive the holy spirit so believe have faith that Jesus is the Christ and he died taking your sins away forever and that he rose from the dead three days later. Repent of your sins. Stop sinning. Do a complete 180 degree turn in your life and surrender your life to him. Be baptized. Show the world and yourself that you have died to your old life and are born again in Christ. And receive the Holy Spirit in your heart. So what are you waiting for? It's time to get right with God invite Jesus into your heart and receive the gift and confident and hope of eternal life. You don't know what to say, you don't know what to do, there's a prayer in the show notes, or you can click on over to my blog and click where it says how to invite Jesus into your heart. And in the bottom of today's blog, i uh, embedded two uh, worship videos. Where were you and no one like our God? And they really, um, these songs are praise songs about how God is solely their gloria to God alone be the glory thank you for listening to this episode i pray that the holy spirit the author of scripture touched your heart to reveal the gospel truth that our hope of salvation is through jesus christ alone if you have any comments or questions feel free to reach out to me via my website or social media. I encourage you to read the Bible daily and seek the truth for yourself. I recommend that you download two free Bible study apps, the YouVersion Bible app and Through the Word. Friends, we are living in strange, crazy times, the last days, the end times. But know that things aren't falling apart. They are falling into place. Jesus said in Revelation 3, 20 to 22, look. to open the door. Peter told us in 2 Peter three nine, the Lord isn't really being slow about his promise, as some people think. No, he is being patient for your sake. He does not want anyone to be destroyed or perish, but wants everyone to repent. Jesus is coming back soon. Are you ready? Repent of your sins and invite Jesus into your heart right now. If you don't know what to say, there's a prayer in the show notes